Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. So today I'm going to be talking about how to set up a successful gym routine and a couple of mistakes that I made when I first started my fitness journey that I don't want you guys to make. So going into the gym can be really intimidating. There's so many different things that you can do. You can do cardio, you can do machines, you can do free weights, you can do classes, you can do all these different things, but it's really about dialing in what routine is going to be working best for you. So my first piece of advice when it comes to creating a gym routine that's going to work for you and your goals is have a gym that you know you are going to go to. And I know this sounds like a silly beginner tip, but you want to have a gym that isn't that far of a commute. Maybe that gym is on your way to work or when you come back home, you want to have a gym that's easily accessible to you because if your gym commute is even 20, 30 minutes long, your ability to go there and execute your workout is going to be pretty low. So make sure that you have a gym that is local to you and also make sure that you tour that gym and feel comfortable at it. Being comfortable at your gym is going to be a game changer for you actually going in there and again, executing your program. If you go into a gym and you're like, ugh, like I don't like how it's organized. I I don't like the staff members. I don't like the equipment. Like you are not going to want to go in there and execute that workout. So for me, my gym atmosphere is everything. You know, there's times in my life where I have multiple gym memberships. I remember being in college and I was working um, two part-time jobs on the opposite side of town. And I had an internship, which was another area (laughs) of Ohio that I used to live in. And I would have these three or no, I had five gym memberships. If you include my university and I had all these gym memberships because I didn't want to have an excuse for me to not hit my workout. And when I would be in prep, I would have, you know, double day sessions to do when my cardio got higher. Um, and my training volume was increased. So I didn't want to have an excuse to miss a workout. So that way I had so many gym memberships so I could leave a job and go hit that gym or, um, vice versa. I don't know. I just wanted to have a gym in my back pocket so I could easily go there. So number one, make sure that you have a gym that you feel comfortable at, or you can even have some at home equipment. And I can talk about like a whole podcast episode on, um, pieces of gym equipment that I would recommend for an at home gym. Um, but the next thing you need to dial in is what is your goal and where are you starting? So are you starting at not being active at all? Are you starting with being an athlete and used to going to the gym three times a week or four or five times a week? You know, how often are you used to getting in that movement and getting in that activity? Because if you're only used to going to the gym like one day a week, you need to start out small. You need to start with only three days a week. You need to be realistic with what your goals are. So for me, what my goals are is to be weight training 
five to six days a week, depending on my recovery and to make sure that I'm hitting some cardio sessions as well. Your goals might be different and you also need to dial in on, is your goal to put on muscle right now? Is it to just lose body fat? Is it to just get comfortable in the gym? What is your goal specifically? So that is going to be the next thing that you need to focus in on is what is your goal? Number three, have a plan and stick to it. This was a big mistake that I made when I first started getting into the gym because I would watch like YouTube videos of girls and their different workouts or Instagram and look at their workouts and I would just be switching up my workout every single day and this was totally unnecessary. Um, Number one, this led me to being really stressed out and just doing too much volume and volume is the amount of exercise sets and reps that you're doing. There was times where I'd be in the gym doing literally 10 to 15 different exercises in a day. And this is just absurd and not needed. Um, if anything, I was doing too much volume to where I wasn't going to be able to progress doing that much. So I need to scale back a little bit. And the other thing too, is you can't be focusing on other people and what they're doing. Don't get me wrong. You can be inspired by them. You can be inspired by some of these movements, but you need to have your own structure for the gym um, and follow that. And you can't be mixing up your workouts every single day and even every single week. So my advice to you guys is going to be having a workout split that's going to last at least three weeks, but I highly recommend staying with something for four to six weeks long um, and not changing it every single time. And the other thing too is your body isn't going to be able to adapt to your workout if you're constantly changing it um, and you're not going to be able to focus on progressive overload. So that is increasing your weight um, slowly with each and every week. So again, stick with a plan and stay with it. My next piece of advice would be don't do everything. Okay. Just because your gym offers CrossFit and a group spin class and, um, weights and cardio equipment, you should not be doing all the things. Okay. You should not be doing a spin class and a high intensity CrossFit style class and weight training and machine-based cardio. You will burn out and your body's also going to be like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't even know what you want me, to, want me to do because you're sending me so many stimuluses. When I first started going to the gym, I call it um, playground syndrome, where you look at everything and it's like a shiny new toy. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to I want to do the CrossFit and then I want to do a spin bike and then I want to jump rope and then I want to do that new cardio machine and then I want to do um, that weight training. Like I want to do all the things and that led me to over-exercising and being in the gym for like two to three hours. And again, not making any progress because it was too much stimulus, too much stress for my body. Um, And when you're doing all the things, you're not able to get good at that one thing. Okay. And this makes sense. You know, think about it in college, you really dial in on one major. If you were to have like three or four different majors to try to get in your four-year undergrad degree, you're not going to be good at everything. Okay. Something is going to give. Um, so make sure that you really dial in on that one thing that you want to be an expert in. And with that being said, if that's doing group classes and you want to be good at cardio, go do cardio. Um, if that is doing, um, 
a CrossFit class and being really good at CrossFit, go do CrossFit, okay? This is all on you and what your goals are. But for me and what my goals were, they were to get strong um, and to build muscle. So that means focusing on weights and weight training um, and not doing all the cardio. So that was one thing that I needed to do in my own journey. Okay. The other thing with that being said too is don't focus so much on body weight plyometric workouts <laughs> if you're not an athlete, okay? I think this was part of me letting go of being an athlete because I was a gymnast for over 10 years. So a lot of those exercises and techniques I missed. Um, and don't get me wrong, I still incorporate a couple things like some planking techniques for my core, some handstand work, I'll do it here and there. Um, some hanging bar work, I'll do it here and there. But a lot of like the plyometric and jumping and all, again, high intensity exercise just was not necessary for me to make progress towards my goals. So again, um, for me, I, I really don't see anyone needing to do plyometrics. Plyometrics are for athletes. Um, and I think a lot of people go into the gym thinking they need to move as much as possible, have it be super hard, kick their ass in this workout when you don't need to do that. Okay. You can make plenty of progress with just doing weight training. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Okay. So I'm going to kind of go into what I think is an ideal gym routine to have. And that is going to be from when you walk into those gym doors to when you leave, um, what you should kind of do. So big mistake I do see people make is they go into the gym, they do too much cardio, and then they do weights, and then they do more cardio, and then they leave. Okay, not ideal. Or they literally go into the gym and only do cardio, and then they leave. Okay, what would be ideal for what your goals are? And let's say your goals are to put on muscle and to get stronger. Okay, let's say that's what your goal is. Then this is what I'd recommend to you. Go into the gym and start with a warm-up. Okay, your warm-up should not be anything crazy intense, RPE of three to four. Okay, you guys might be listening and thinking, what the heck's an RPE? An RPE is rate of perceived exertion. Okay, the scale goes one to ten, one being very easy, ten being so intense that like you feel like you're gonna die. So <laughs> RPE three to four is very minimal. That looks like flat walking or maybe a very slight incline. Warm up for about 10 minutes, depending on your climate. It might be a little bit cooler there. Um, by cool, I mean it could be like winter outside. So you might need to do 15 minutes to pump a little bit more blood. But that's all your warm up is doing is pumping more blood into your system. The next thing I recommend is have your workout in front of you and have your workout plan. Let's say you're doing a lower body day. Um, start with some body weight movements to warm up your lower body. So that could look like leg swings. That could look like some banded work that could look like some body weight lunges. Again, prime the muscle and get it ready. You never know when your joints are going to be a little bit off for the day. Maybe your hips are tight. You never know. So it's super important to, again, warm up, increase that core temperature, and then do some body weight movements. Next thing, go into your weight training sec weight training session. There we go. So this is when you follow your structured workout. Okay. Follow your structured workout top to bottom. Um, 
starting with some compound lifts and you probably have some accessory movements in there. So that would be like machines or more isolated movements. After your weight training session, if you have a cardio session that you need to complete, let's say that's 20 minutes of moderate intensity, that's when you want to do it. Okay. Is after all of your weight training is done, go into your cardio session. And if it's like moderate intensity, that could be um, the Stairmaster or the elliptical or incline walking or using a spin bike. It could be any of those. And with moderate intensity cardio, you want your RPE to be around six to seven. Okay. Um, after your cardio session, you're going to want to do some sort of a cool down. Okay. So bring that RPE to around three to four. That could be walking. That could be um, even just dropping the incline on a treadmill or on your elliptical or dropping the resistance on your spin bike and going slower. And then you want to go into some static stretching or even some foam rolling. Okay. So static stretching is when you do like a traditional stretch and you, you hold that movement for a while or you switch and hold it for a while. Um, and by a while, I mean 30 seconds to a minute long. Um, and you can do this on the floor. You could do it assisted. You could do it with like some bands, um, do some static stretching, and then you can do some foam rolling too. From there, then that's when I recommend you leave the gym. And then a lot of people will talk about post-workout nutrition. We're not going to go too deep into that today, but I'd recommend consuming a meal within 30 minutes to two hours after your workout. And you want to be primarily focused on carbohydrates and protein. So that's what a typical gym routine would look like for me. Um, what I would recommend for someone who is wanting to put on muscle again, notice that I didn't do the cardio session before my weights. Notice that I didn't do static stretching before my weight training. Notice that I still had a warm up and I didn't just walk to the bar and start lifting. I think it's super important to dial in a routine that works for you. Um, and a routine that feels good. You know, some people are going to need some more body weight movements to warm up their joints and warm up their body in general before they're lifting. Some people will only need five minutes to warm up on the treadmill just walking. Some people will need um, no cardio after they're lifting. Again, it's so dependent on you and what your goals are currently. I will say, so let's say I'm in prep mode and my training is more intense and I have a double day. If I have a double day going on, that's when I would split up my training to where I would do my lifting earlier on in the day, and then my cardio session would be later on. And the reason why I do that is I always feel like you need to be putting your weight training a priority over cardio, um, especially machine-based cardio, because with machine-based cardio, it's not that hard. It doesn't require that much focus. Um, whereas weight training is a skill. And if you're trying to get stronger, you need to allocate all of your energy going towards that. So if you're doing a cardio session before your weights, you're already going into your weight training session pre-fatigued. So you're not going to be able to perform at your most optimal. So that would be my recommendations there. Um, okay. So coming in on Instagram, so just post workout cardio, no cardio warm up. You should do a cardio warm up, but a cardio warm up is not doing the elliptical. It's not doing the stairmaster. It's not doing sprints. It's not doing jump rope. It's not doing any of that. It's literally just walking or again a spin bike and it's very low intensity. Again, a warm up is to warm you up and not to fatigue you. Hopefully that helps.
Some people will, before their weight training, do like before a compound lift, they'll do um, like jumping squats or um, a high, you call it a high CNS movement to activate your central nervous system. And that can allow for you to lift more and perform more intensely. But, you know, that's going to be more for the advanced trainer. That's when I would recommend that. But that's everything for now. I hope that this gave you guys some insight into what I expect from my coaching clients going into their gym routine and also a little bit more on my gym routine. Again, if you guys need more information on coaching, feel free to check out the description and down below here for Beyond the Bikini listeners. And then for everyone listening on Instagram, check out that link in my Instagram bio for information for more information on my coaching. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently, but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.